Hi guys, Sawyer here. I just wanted to pop in before this episode gets started and let you know that it is pre-recorded, uh, probably about three weeks, which I feel like a piece of crap. But I did want to just let you know that Colin's song, Read It and Weep, that he refers to in this podcast is already out. Please make sure you go stream it and also go sign the creator equality petition that he created that will be in the description of this podcast episode. I'm going to go and hope you guys enjoy What's up, guys? I'm Sawyer, and I'm here with one of my best friends, who I'm going to point to now, even though you can't see me, because last time I said that, she was like, oh, I'm supposed to say my name, so, yeah, what's your name? (laughs) It's Maya here, um, with another episode of Let's See Where It Takes Us, featuring my kitty, Lotus. Even though they can't see. (laughs) Oh, I forgot, they can't see her. But... Wait, we never tweeted a picture from the podcast Twitter. You're right. We'll do that. Let's do that when we post this one. Yeah. Well, this. Well, it'll be tomorrow for us, but you're listening to this the day it's uploaded, so uh, maybe the picture should be up on the Twitter, so go check it out. I think it's just at Ticks the Show, but if it's not, then we've both retweeted stuff from the account, so it's not too hard to find. <laughs> so, Miss Maya, how has your week been? been good it went pretty fast um i've had this cat for a week now so you know it's just been adjusting to life with a kitten um she's super playful and does not like to sleep when i want to sleep um and otherwise i've just been working dude same um i don't know how much i talked about it last week because i tend to forget what we talk about sometimes but um, yeah, I'm too. pretty sure I did mention getting the job. Uh, I started at a hotel, which is pretty cool. Yes. It's not something that I ever would have seen myself doing, but of course I would like. Of course I would think it's fun. It's pretty cool. Um, so I work nights, and then I also still work at the other job I had during the day. So I don't get much sleep when I'm working. But I mean that's pretty usual. <laughs> Anyways, so <laughs> it's a little stressful, but it's pretty fun. Okay. Wait, so what do you do? Explain what you do at the hotel. So I pretty much do like the front desk, but since it's night, there's not that many guests that come through at night. I mean, we have a couple walk-ins, but um, I'll uh, I'll check people in, check people out. Um, I have to do this thing where, like, you know how most places, if, like you say at a hotel, for instance, they, they charge you at, like, midnight. Like, it's kind of like a setting. So, I have to do that manually, which is kind of nerve-wracking. <laughs> yeah. But that's probably the worst part about it is because I don't want to do it wrong. So, I get pretty anxious about that. But once that part is over, then I can, like, fold towels, just make sure the lobby's clean. At 3 a.m., I start breakfast. So, it's not too bad once the, the paperwork part is done. That's probably Um, the most stressful part. Do you guys get a lot of, like, visitors? Like, I just, I guess I don't often take trips (laughs) to Alabama, so (laughs) I'm just... Yeah, and on top of that... I mean, to be fair, I was in Alabama, like, a year ago. Yeah, literally, literally a year ago, like, yesterday. Yeah. Which is really cool. Um, So... Yeah, especially, like, because obviously Alabama, like, you wouldn't think people would go. And especially, like, I live in, like, a super small town. 
So to me, I was like, wow, I'm probably not going to see anyone. But there's like, what, 50 something rooms in this hotel. And they're pretty much almost always sold out. What kind of things yeah. do people visit that area for? Like, is it to visit family or do you guys have like, what's it? What's cool about where you live? That's well, no, 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 no. Seriously, like, I tell people, like, why would you want to come to where I live? Like, we don't even have a movie theater. We have to drive to get a movie theater, like, to get to one. Um, but they just built a hospital where I live, and there, there's a lot of construction. So there's a lot of construction workers that want to come and stay. And last night, someone did visit their family, which was pretty cool. So it's really cool to see, because, like, people have come to where I live, which I'm not going to say where I live, obviously. But, yeah. like, people have come from, like, places like Oregon or like other states and i'm just like what are you doing here like <laughs> but it's pretty cool so yeah um is there anything that you want to add before we open the doors no we have a cool guest today i'm excited to learn more about him yeah we have a very special guest named colin barry he's one of my good youtuber friends and uh he just texted me so i'm going to invite him in in just a moment uh with that being said are you ready i'm i'm ready all righty here we go all right hi guys so maya and i are back with our very very special guest colin hi how are you hi i'm good how are you doing i'm pretty good um i'm pretty tired but <laughs> that's usual with me uh so, if you guys don't know who Colin is, why don't you tell them some stuff about yourself? Hi. Oh my God. Um, hold, I, on, hold on, just a second. My dogs are going insane. Do you edit these, by the way? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. <Thank God. laughs> so, okay. Okay. Now, now you can go. <laughs> Um, do you want to ask the question again? Uh, yeah, I could. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, so just in case our listeners don't know much about you, Colin, uh, why don't you tell them some stuff about yourself? Okay. Hi, guys. Um, my name is Colin. I am a social media influencer and a recording artist. Um, and I have an obsession with reality TV, and I like to order DoorDash more than I should. <laughs> What is your go-to DoorDash order? Honestly, recently it's been Popeyes. Like, I don't know why for some reason it just has been. Usually it would be like Indian food. Like, I really love Indian food. Yeah. Where, wait, where would you get that from? There's this Indian food place here that's really, really, really good. It's like a local place. I just ordered from there. Like, it's on DoorDash, though. Yeah. I don't think we have any places like that here. Do you have anything, Maya? Yeah, we have tons. I'm not, like, see, I don't like anything spicy, so I don't eat a ton of Indian food, um, but there are some things I like, for sure. Yeah, I honestly don't even think I've, like, been able to taste it. Really? Wait, is that, is that, like, curry? Is that what that is? Yeah, some of it's curry, but, like, I eat the tikka masala, so, like, that's what I get in the naan, so, like, you just, like, dip it in. It's like so fun. Oh my god. Sorry. It's so <laughs> freaking good. It's so good. <laughs> that was funny. 
I definitely, I do a ton of, like, Uber Eats and Postmates and all that good stuff, for sure, though. It gets so expensive. That's, like, so ridiculous. But, like, you'll you'll order it so many times. And then you're like, dang, like, I really could have just got groceries. Why am I doing this to myself? Yeah. (laughs) I'm so, I'm horrible. I, like, I really need to start buying more groceries. Yep. But I don't know how to cook very well. I don't know about I don't either. I have no idea how to cook at all. That's you, know, like, you guys are lucky though because where I live we literally don't even have any delivery service at all. So really? whenever I go somewhere that has it, I take advantage of it. Like one time I went and stayed in a hotel and ordered one Starbucks drink and got it delivered and the delivery costed more than the drink and the guy yeah. left it. You never do that swear. Everybody knows if you're gonna order from DoorDash, you need to order a lot of food because if not, it's totally not worth it at all. <laughs> I just didn't feel like driving. Yeah, so I, I always I always try and order like more than like so that I have food for like the next day and stuff. Um, otherwise, yeah. it does not feel worth it. Wait, so you literally order stuff for the next day too? I do that sometimes as well. Yeah, because it depends. Because like I have a DoorDash pass, which is so weird. But basically, I pay like ten dollars a month, and so like if I order over twelve dollars at most restaurants, they'll give me free delivery. So I always force myself to order over twelve dollars because it would end up costing more. Like it's very weird to not get that. So I'll force myself to get like you know pretty much like twenty three dollars is like the least I probably usually go on those apps to be honest. And I'll usually have some stuff left over that I can like eat like later in the day or the next day if I like get full. But also offering new opportunities and promoting like, you know, black influencers more because I don't think they're spotlighted enough on YouTube. And this is a really sad thing. But like name like one dark skinned black mainstream like on the level of a james charles or on the level of a shane dawson or on the level of any of those name one of them on youtube and that's so sad yeah it's like it's not prevalent and we do have some people it's not like we don't have any but it's very prevalent like it's a very small amount of people and we're not getting the same recognition or the same exposure as you know, some other white influencers. So it's just calling on YouTube to, you know, for equity. It's just calling for equity and for YouTube to implement policies that, first of all, hold racist content creators, you know, accountable for things they do, um, but also giving, you know, Black influencers more of a spotlight, you know? The same amount they would, you know, give a James Charles, for instance. And so I have a petition that I made on change.org with my publicist. um, And... I shared it on my Twitter, but you guys should definitely sign it. Um, I already have. I've, I've shared it. I've signed it. And it'll be in the link of the description of this podcast as well if you want to go check it out to learn more. And also you can check out Colin's social medias, which are pretty sure just Colin Berry, right? Yep. All my social medias are at Colin Berry, K-A-H-L-E-N-B-A-R-R-Y. Yeah, all of them. And it's funny because people always ask me, like, what is your, what's your Snapchat? What's your Instagram? And I'm always like, it's th- they're all the same. Nobody cares. I'm not relevant enough for people to steal my users. <laughs> you definitely are relevant, though. What do you mean? Well, thank you. But I don't know if I would necessarily say that. But <laughs> No, no, no. I would. Like, you get 
you have more video more views on one video not that views are the only thing that matters but i'm just saying an example you have more views on one video than i have overall so like <laughs> no. well thank you i mean i just, i don't it's really interesting because i feel like i don't kind of like i guess i don't really think about it like that i guess like for me i mean i guess to some extent, you know, I know that I am doing cool stuff, so, and, like, making a positive change, so I, I am happy about that, but, yeah, but thank you. I guess I just you don't, I don't compliment are, myself like that. You definitely are doing very important stuff, and I'm proud of you for standing up for what's right. Thank you, I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. It's been Aww, a while. you guys, you're so cute. <laughs> Actually, I, I've met Colin in 2017, and I'm pretty sure we've been pretty close ever since so you've known him longer than you've known me then yeah yeah i watched him on youtube and then i met him in 2017 and we've we've been friends ever since yeah 2017 at playlist it was so fun playlist well playlist 2017 overall was not fun but meeting you was fun (laughs) (laughs) yeah my mom definitely calls you one of her babies so i love your mom so much she's like the sweetest human being ever i love his mom as well she's she's sweetest yeah she's great also side note i'm literally wearing your hoodie right now like the hoodie that i bought oh my god that's awesome thank you (laughs) yeah i love it it's really really nice i'm gonna be wearing it in one of my videos i don't know which video i'm gonna do it on but i'll definitely be wearing i will cry if you do that i'm so serious that's so cool no i'm actually gonna do that like that ass like i i need a new i need i needed something new to wear in my video so i'm not out for repeating so i have something (laughs) (laughs) um yeah just just make sure you wash it inside out (laughs) yeah i forgot about that okay i'll make sure i wash it inside out yeah i don't want anything messing up but yeah speaking of like new clothing I actually just had to go buy a bunch of stuff. Whoa, that was an echo. <laughs> who's whose phone is echoing? It's is not that, mine. I have not moved. Wait, is that me that's echoing? Hold up. Let me turn my mic down a little bit. What about now? We good? I don't know. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Anyways, so I guess it's fixed. But um, yeah, I actually just got a, a second job better work and you have to wear certain colors so i went and bought a bunch of blue nicer shirts that i can wear at my new job which is pretty fun that's lit yeah i'm telling you like i'm so bad with that stuff like clothes are i don't know about you guys but you know how you have priorities of where you spend money clothes is never mind ever like i buy clothes when i need to buy them i do not like actually it's so sad because i'm not I'm not a fashionista. I'm really not. I like go buy the cheapest shirt I see. I'm like, oh, that's so cute, but it's cheap. Yeah, it's getting it. And that's it. Like, I'll repeat the same stuff. I'll wash them and wear it over and over again. I I really don't care. And it's so bad because I know that like on YouTube, it's 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 like you know how most people they they repeat an outfit at home or something nobody notices. But for me, it's like you can see in real time on my channel. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> and I always feel like, dang, I'm over here wearing the same outfits every th- time. But, like, imagine if I wore a different outfit every video. Like, who just does that? Do people just buy a new outfit every video that they film? Because, no. I definitely don't. I pretty much, like, I think mostly what I wear is, like, hoodies and stuff for videos. And it's just pretty much stuff like that. Because I'm, I'm, no, I'm not lazy, but 
I definitely just like to be more comfortable when I film. But right. um, is there like a certain kind of color that you wear? Because Maya wears like a lot of. Them. I well, one I love buying clothes, so I'm the complete opposite. Wait, um, what zodiac sign? Taurus, Libra. I'm an Aquarius. Oh, see, that's oh, we're both air signs. Okay. Yeah. No, it's um, it's an addiction. I literally like, e- like, probably every two three weeks will buy a new like online order of just random stuff that I don't need. Yeah, I definitely think you have Taurus in your chart somewhere, girl. No, I actually don't at all. I'm, like, fully Aquarius, and I have a little bit of um, cancer. What? It's like, I think it's, like, genetic, though. My whole family loves shopping. So it runs your family being shopaholic. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Sawyer's right. I only wear blue. But like, her, her Twitter username... It literally blew my mind. Like, like <laughs> I love that. That's actually so clever. I like, Thank you. Like that's my that's no my everything. Is, I think my Instagram and my Twitter blew my mind. Oh my god, <laughs> I love that. that sounds so funny. It sounds oh funny. God. Yeah, she said my Instagram and my Twitter blew my mind. Her Twitter it blew was, her it was, mind. It was definitely <laughs> she impressive. She said I'm powerful. My mind is so powerful. It blew my mind. Hey, before oh that, before that, it was I flipped for Bieber. So we made oh. we made some improvement there. The growth. We we st- we stand the evolution of from Stan Twitter to. Having your own, you know, identity on Twitter, which all the way, I, by the way, I love Stan Twitter so much, though. Like, I don't like when people judge people for having a Stan face, because, like, even though personally I haven't, like, had my Stan pages like that, it's like, first of all, almost everybody I know has had that time in their life. And, like, I think that's so fun and cool. Like, I don't know why people judge people for that. Like, that's another conversation, just a side note, but have you guys ever just seen that? Like, how people. Oh, I mean, even. I think there's so I could get into this like topic for like hours. Just the, you know, the stigma behind just being a fan of someone in general. I feel like, you know, when you tell someone like, "Oh yeah, I'm a big fan," like I go to like multiple shows or whatever, they automatically just assume like assume you're crazy. Like, no, I can appreciate what someone does exactly. Be a functioning human being i used the taylor swift quote on my instagram and then this girl who didn't like me said i was canceled because of it what was it it said something about like don't want any other shade of blue but you and they try to say you're being toxic (laughs) no she said i can't use the word shade and then i was canceled but because I used it correctly. Like, I used it by saying, like, shade of blue. Oh, they were trying to say you were using AAVE, girl? Yes. No. <laughs> Not over that. Yeah, I yeah. did a lot of research after the fact to make sure. Well, here's the thing. Like, that's a whole other conversation, though. But, like, obviously, that's not AAVE. Like, obviously, if you were saying, like, throwing shade, that's AAVE. Yeah. You're talking about the shade of a color. That's not. Yeah, but this girl commented and was like, did she even know? Did she even read the tweet, or was she just saw the word shade and just? I don't know. I, she was just some like fan account that commented on my Instagram and was like, "You are canceled. Apologize 
immediately or something like that. And I was like, wait a sec. Well, she could have had good intentions, but she clearly didn't read the The way she actually said it was super mean. And I was like, hold up. Like, what did I do? Yeah. So, um, did we get any questions, Sawyer? Yeah. Um, before we get into the questions, though, I did have a couple questions from myself, uh, if that's cool. So, okay. after quarantine, Colin, who would be the first person you'd want to see in concert? Oh, in concert? Um, yeah. Well, probably Taylor Swift, because I didn't get to, to watch that concert, and that was the one I was going to go to, um, the Lover Fest. So, if she... Brought that back, but I don't know. Would she even do Loverfest now, or would it be the freaking Folklore Fest? Folklore like, Fest? That sounds hilarious. I mean, it would be. It would be. It'd be weird though to like go from we'd, like. Well, we'd all just be crying. I know. It's like we just got out of quarantine. We should be happy. We shouldn't be crying. So. Also, like I'm trying to think what kind of setting listening to folklore like in. It, I would need like something super. I would need to be raining. That's what I need. I need to be raining, but like not on me, you know. Okay, so in like a room, like a like some sort of like rain, like a dome. I'm picturing. Like, yeah, a dome, dome with rain falling on the sides, dripping with, down. With like cool lights and darkness. It has to be yeah. gray, black and white aesthetic, or or I don't want it. Perfect. Okay. That's... We need to have trees planted okay. in there. But I want a forest planted in there. And like the You're seed right. be like stubs, like tree stubs. <laughs> oh my god. This, this is, is like, perfect. Just the name alone, Folklore Fest, it just sounds like some like medieval like reenactment or something. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh lord. Speaking of folklore though, like what's your favorite song off the album? Oh my gosh, don't even get me started. My favorite song is This Is Me Trying. And my that's second favorite so song good. is My Tears Ricochet. Yeah. Yeah, that one's so good. But like, I don't know, This Is Me Trying, I just relate so much to it. That's why I like it the best. I think my top three are My Tears Ricochet, Exile, and Cardigan, probably. They, so my good. top three have changed since last week because they change all the time. Um, I think they're still the same, but just a different order. Uh, Illicit Affairs would be number one right now, then The One, and then August. Ooh, that's interesting. I, w- I wasn't expecting the August, but, like, it makes sense for Illicit Affairs. I really, really like Illicit Affairs a lot. You know what, though? People love Exile a lot. I know that's, like, in your top three, Sawyer, but for me, like, this is going to sound weird. I know people are going to drag me. Oh, my God, everyone's going to drag me. I'm sorry, but, like, Exile's not at the top of my list at all. Like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's a good song, obviously. Like, all the songs are good. They're all good. The, none, of them, none of them are skits. I just, it's not so, my favorite one. Yeah, I don't know what it is about it. It's just, I don't know. It's one of those that, like, just makes me feel in a way, I guess. Like, I don't even think I necessarily relate to it. I think it's just, like, like a... Emotion well, of it. It took... Yeah. Like, I had to get used to it. Like... His voice at first, yeah, I was so not like into deep, his voice, yeah. and it was so shocking to me. And I was like, "What is this?" Um, and it then off guard at first. Um, I'm trying to think, and then, but now I definitely like Exile. Like, I think once it became like a TikTok song, 
I started oh, to like it Oh, that's why. Because I don't watch TikTok that much. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm gonna... Everything I say is getting me canceled today. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch TikTok. I'm so sorry like that. Like, I go in there sometimes. So, I'm not up. You know, I don't know what the songs that are trending on there are. So, okay, that makes sense. maybe that would change my perception, too, if I watched a lot of them. Um, I don't know. I, like, I, would you say this is, like, because everyone's always, like, this is her best album. Would you say this is your favorite album of hers? No. I See, this is what's so weird for me. I think just because of the way that it was rolled out, because it just, like, got dropped. I appreciate it. I think it's a great album. It's definitely one of her best albums. But for me, like, I'm sorry, but 1989, just the way that that was so iconic and all the moments, the music videos that came with it. Like, I don't I don't base the best album only based off of simply the songs alone. Like, for me, it's the era. It's the vision. Yeah. It's what comes with it and what it represents. And for me, like, I don't think this is... I think 1989 is her best album based on that. Based okay. on Red I is my it. favorite album, but 1989 is definitely super close second. Red's definitely second, guaranteed for me. Okay. See, like, I think when it comes to Taylor Swift, it's like it's different than any other artist because for a lot of artists, it's like, yes, this is my favorite album. It has to be this one. But I think with Taylor Swift's albums, it's just like each album is important in its own way. Like, you, sure. you feel a certain way to listen to one album. Well, maybe yeah. not just only one, but like, like each era, like it make it makes you feel something different. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah, each album is like its own story. And that's what I love about her because nothing is ever the same. Like even like Lover compared compared to Folklore is like really honestly insane. It's literally complete polar opposites. Like it's from a bright, vibrant color. Like it literally goes from Reputation, which is like an angsty, like dark pop record, to like Lover, which is a bright and bubbly, like, love record to, like, folklore, which is not angsty, but it's just dark and, like, sentimental and emotional. It almost makes it, like, I don't know if I'm saying the right thing here, so if it's, like, not correct, then, like, correct me, but, like, it almost gives me, like, a grunge vibe, if that makes any sense. Folklore does? Yeah. Yeah, for me... It gives me, like, a very alternative vibe, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this definitely has more, like, indie, like... Yep. You know, it's definitely not a normal, like, pop. No. It's not something you would listen to in the club. No. <laughs> oh, definitely it's the not. perfect, like, corona quarantine album. Like, everyone's sad and life sucks and this is the perfect album for that <laughs> but i didn't expect it to be because it i didn't expect it to be like an official album from her though which is crazy because it's definitely not super polished it's very very stripped and very like like it's almost like i wouldn't ha i wouldn't be surprised if she came out and was like yeah i recorded this on garage band like <laughs> it's so like it's it's not the production is good don't get me wrong but it's it's so like simplistic yeah it's, oh it's for so sure which I think she, like, I think she probably did it purposefully. Like, some, like, she probably made it, like, simple on purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, what she's going to do next, though? Like, what do you think? <laughs> Have you seen any of, like, the, like, threads of, like... The story behind it? Yeah, like, there's so many cool theories and, like, yes, things I that tie seen. together, and, like, it's wild. 
No, there's so many theories. Yeah, I definitely have looked at a couple of them for sure. I've like spent way too long getting like going deep down that rabbit hole of Taylor Swift theories. But like, that's what I like about this record is because if those theories are true, it's like so different. We're so used to hear hearing her talk about her life. And yeah. I'm being surprised. I'm like, what is she going to talk about? She hasn't necessarily had heartbreak. And what has changed since Lover? You know, like, what are you going to write about? And for me, at the beginning, I thought she was talking about, like, Harry at one point. Then I was like, wait, she's yeah. people were like, she's talking about Carly. I almost feel like this record was her using, like, a fictional story as, like, an alias for, like, her real-life experiences. And she kind of turned it into, like, a fictional world. But it's based yeah. on experiences like that's what it feels like for me oh I totally it totally feels like a fairy tale other like it I completely agree for sure I don't think I know any of the theories though like I haven't seen any threads um I don't know like some people think like there's a whole theory that Harry wrote some of the songs with her and they use like a whole alias like that's a whole thing um trying to think just like about who like the songs are about and like because like, i'm pretty sure there like one thing i did see was like it was they were comparing one harry song with one of the songs on, on yeah they, the music video to cardigan and falling i think have a lot of similarities and so people Oh, Cardigan was 110% inspired by Harry Styles. Like, it, <laughs> like it's not even like I, I at first I was like, what? Like one of my friends, she's like a hailer shipper. Like, oh, I so am too. Like, I loved them. So because she was, she was telling me all the tea about all that. I did not know about any of that, but she told me everything, and I was like, oh my god, this actually makes sense. And now I'm convinced that like Cardigan's 110% about um Harry. Wait, so, like, you know, you know my friend Felicia, right? Like, she's good friends with Courtney. Mm-hmm. She's such a Haler stan that that's her TikTok name is Haler's Love. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's awesome. So, she would, she would probably... It's so that. funny how, like, many Haler stands there are and how impactful that is because they were not together for very long. No. Because of the albums that came after their breakup on both ends, I feel like that's why. Because, like, 1989 was definitely almost all that was about him and, like, all his records. I know he, he still has talked about her and his records. So I think it's, like, I really think people just like them a lot because there's such great artists separately, first of all. But then, like their best songs are about each other, if that makes sense. Well, and I think there's a lot of, like, fan crossover there, too, which, like, I feel like it's just fun for the fans to have two people they admire, you know, have had this relationship. That's true. Yeah. To see, like, uh, that's one thing that I don't think I would be able to do about, like, being an artist, because you have to be, like, we don't have to to be super open but a lot of times when you write your emotions come out and i don't think i would be able to like sing a song about something that actually hurt me like every night you know what i mean yo it's so awkward because like as a songwriter myself not to bring myself into this sorry but i no, literally like, that's why i said it i wanted you to i played the song that i wrote about my ex to my ex literally <laughs> uh i'm pretty sure I think it was it was the night before last night. Um, 
And because me and him have reconnected, like, and we're, like, really, like, just friendly. We, like, kind of realized, you know, oh, my God, like, what happened between us is so stupid. Like, we were just both in different places. We both matured a lot, whatever. But, like, I played him the song that I wrote, Assurance. That was what I wrote, wrote Assurance about. And it was so awkward because I was like, oh, my God, like, this is literally how I felt in the moment. It's so vulnerable and weird. It's, like, a weird thing, like, especially when you, like, know who it's about and you're so real with yourself in your music because I am that way with my, my shit. I don't care. Like, so anybody who who knows who it's about, like, the person who knows it's about them, it's, like, to actually play it in front of them. It's, like, so fucking weird. <laughs> wow. It's too vulnerable. I feel like I just, like, gave a piece of my heart here listen to this shit like in front of me like it's too it's too vulnerable almost like Maya do you think you'd be able to do that like write a song um, about it to him? I don't think so I think that's definitely like I don't like sharing my feelings just in general um and I also yeah. I mean I couldn't write songs about my feelings like I need other people's songs to understand how I feel if that makes yeah. sense yeah like <laughs> I literally don't know how to put my feelings into words. I need to find other people who did it for me. It's and it's kind of crazy how you say that. Because, like, being an artist, it almost is like you kind of sacrifice a little bit of yourself for the greater good, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. No, like, I'm so glad there's artists that do it for me because I'm incapable of doing that myself. Yeah. Music, it teaches us about ourselves, like, our subconscious, too, you know? Oh, for sure. Like, I have this thing... Someone told me this a while back, and they were like, if you get a song stuck in your head, then there's probably, there's some sort of message in that song that's important to your life. So, I that stuck with me, and now, like, anytime I get a song stuck in my head, I'll, like, really dive into lyrics, and I'm like, okay, how does this pertain to, like, my situation, or, like, what's going on? Um, and so that's always, like, a really fun way to, like, look at music. It's like, I'm yeah. such a lyric person. Also, when you're going through some shit, and this is like how me, my my last three years have been the most emotional roller coasters I've ever gone on. Now, when I listen to a song, like, you know how there's songs you don't pay attention to lyrics, but when you're going through something directly, you listen to the lyric and then like, you'll hear it. Like, you don't hear the song sometimes. Sometimes you just listen to music. You don't hear it. You listen yeah. to it. You don't know what it's saying. You just hear it. Um, and then you then when you're going through that shit, you hear it. Like, Happier, you know that song, Happier? was like, I yeah. want you to be happier. I thought that song was just, like, an upbeat little song or whatever. But then, like, when I was going through my relationship where I was like, I want to be done with this relationship, but I want them to be happy, I want to be happy, that song's literally, like, talking about how, like, people need to break up. So, like, so I just want you to be happy, like, without yeah. me. Like, I didn't know that what that was about. <laughs> like, when I, like, listened to it, I was just, like, thought it was a bop. But now, you know, it has a different meaning to it for me. Yeah, for sure. And if I'm being honest, I think that's one reason why I like folklore so much is because I have been going through some stuff not too long ago. So it's just, like, wow. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, like, that's, what, that's why it's brought up, like, with Taylor. I, I hate to go back to her, but, <laughs> um, like, we, like I said, like, every album really... It just depends on what you're feeling because a lot of it is important. Yeah. And a lot of her songs sure. in 1989, like, were like, oh my God, why didn't I have this a few years ago? Like, have you heard her song Clean, Colin? Oh, that's my favorite song from her, like, probably ever, like, all time. Yes. That's probably the number one for me. For oh. her. It's so good. Clean is, like, my fucking song. Like, 
The job was the very worst. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, Imogen Heap produced that. Wait, who did? Imogen Heap. I don't think I Imogen know who that is. She literally went to Imogen Heap's house. I like read Imogen Heap's blog about this. Is how obsessed I was during this 1989 era. I love that. And she was talking about how like Taylor came over and like Imogen Heap literally produced that song. It's I don't the think best I know song. Who that is. You definitely know who Imogen Heap is. She's the one who sings Hide and Seek. So you know the song, like, by Jason Drew, is like, mm, what you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that, the original song, like, Hide and Seek, she sings that. So, like, that's her voice on his record. Like, that's her sample. That's cool. Yeah. I ever knew that. See, like, because some people, like, they don't get the credit that they deserve when it comes to music. Like, obviously, I, like, I knew the Jason Derulo song, but I, I didn't know that, like, there was a sample. You know what I mean? I so, know. Like, Good Night and Go by Ariana is a, a cover of Imogen Heap's song. Really? Good Night and Go, yeah. Like, I like, didn't know you, that. Do you like Sia? Yeah, I love Sia a lot. So, like, she did a bunch of songs. Like, what song is it? It was, it might have been Titanium. That was, like, by David Guetta and Sia. Like, mm-hmm. she literally wasn't even credited until she, like, people yeah. knew who she was. That stuff makes me mad when that happens. Like, that's... I mean, she might have been credited, but it didn't say featuring Sia. That no, that's sense? very common, actually, though. Like, that actually happens a lot. I know Kesha's first record that she did with, like, Flo Rida. Was it Flo Rida? Like, the one that goes, like... I don't even remember what the song is by her. It's, like, Round and Round or some shit. Like... I yeah, that's Kesha, and she wasn't credited when she first did that song either. That's so. such a bummer. I, like, I hate that stuff. Like, people should be credited for their work, whether they're known or not. Like, maybe that could be them getting known, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I asked that too much, but... <laughs> I'll probably cut some of it out whenever I'm just yeah. like, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's definitely a conversation that happens within the artist community. So it's definitely not like something that isn't talked about. Like it's for sure something that is. So yeah. Um, um well, my wanna... I don't know. <laughs> what? I don't know if I can pull like I don't know if I can close out the app because I don't know if it'll stop recording or not. Uh, let me close but, out. Uh, I will. I'll look. I got. Yeah. You. Where are you trying to see how long it is? No, no, no. Um, I well, I wanted to see the questions that people had asked, and I think I think if I close out Skype, it'll stop recording. So Ooh, she's okay. gonna read the questions. We got a lot of questions. Yeah, because Colin retweeted it. <laughs> okay, should I just start at the top, and we'll just see? We'll just go from there. Kind yeah. of like a lightning round. Yeah. Well, not, this not, obviously long. not going to see. Fast, okay, but... this is a good one. If you could sit and have a meal with someone dead or alive, who would it be? Wait, what did it say? If you could sit and have a meal with someone, dead or alive, who would it be? Um, oh, frick. Um, like, oh my god, that's crazy. Oh my god, that's so crazy. That's it has to be one person. Yeah. Like sit and have a meal with, like, so I like discuss things with them and try to like pick their brain and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Marilyn Monroe. Ooh. Really. Okay. Yeah, Marilyn Monroe. Like I, I, I would say like Michael Jackson too. 
But like I have a couple. But Marilyn Monroe is definitely one of them. Michael Jackson probably. Uh, but like alive, like Candy Burris. I love her. Candy Burris. Was she on Big Brother? Like the celebrity one? On the celebrity one, yeah. Okay, that's who I thought that was. Okay, yeah. Sawyer, what about you? Oh, wow. Um, I wasn't expecting to get asked. <laughs> I mean, I'm making us all answer these, is what my plan was. Wow. Um, I don't know, probably, I'd probably say Demi Lovato. And Ooh, that's a good one. I'd say Justin Bieber, but I think everyone <laughs> that follows me knows that. So, Gosh. yeah, Maya's a big believer. Yeah, I think I'd probably say Demi Lovato for real right now. Okay, that's but, so crazy. Also, I'm, thinking of more. I'm thinking of more like Nicki Minaj, Taylor Swift, uh, Ariana, Ariana, Beyonce. <laughs> Like, someone that I would want to meet that I wasn't able to, um, like, before they passed. I think it would be cool to, like, talk to Cameron Boyce, too, though. Oh, yeah. So. I like him a lot. Yeah, I think that would be kind of cool. I have talked to his grandmother, though. She was super nice. Oh, really? Yeah, because I'm writing a book about myself, and I have, like, a part of it that I want to talk about him in. So I wanted to um, get permission. So I got in contact with his grandmother, which was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, Are we ready for the next question? Yeah, let's go on to the next one. What is your favorite holiday? Uh, Christmas, because I get gifts. Like, that's what I... <laughs> but also, no, I like giving gifts, too, especially, like, becoming an adult now, finally. Like, being able to get gifts for people, like, and being on the flip side of it. Um, but I just, I would say Christmas, because I don't know, something... I feel like some holidays are just boring, you know? Like, yeah. you no, know, I love I love Thanksgiving, too. I don't like, obviously, like, what Thanksgiving represents, like, in U.S. history. Disgusting. But as far as, like, what it represents for me as, like, being thankful and stuff, I really do like that. Like, just being able to be with family and reconnecting, like, anytime that that happens, I like it. Halloween, I would say, could go. Like, I know it's crazy because people... I don't like like Halloween. I love Halloween, but if I had to pick one to go... Usually Christmas would be... But, like, right now, I'm just ready for New Year's. I'm ready for 2020 to be gone. Um, <laughs> I'm, like, literally just not a holiday person in general, which probably makes me sound insane. Um, no, it's not. But, like, I just, I, like, I, this doesn't count as a holiday. I'm going to sound so conceited. But, like, I like my birthday more than holidays. Well, it's a holiday, though. It's a celebration of yourself. Like, yeah, I... so my favorite holiday is my birthday. Um, <laughs> a lot of them are music-related. Um, let's see. What's your favorite song? Oh, one of my favorite songs of all time is Lord Greenlight. Like, really? It's so it's so special to me. It's such a special song. It brings back memories every single time that I hear it. It's like it was like the beginning of just so much for me in my life and where I was then was just a wild, really crazy, toxic time. And I think it just gave me a lot of like, I don't know, just it made me feel supported in some way. I don't know. It's weird. But I love that song. Yeah. 
it, it, I felt like it was like it when she's saying like I want that green light to go like to move on and just like do what I need to do with my life like it was so I felt that and I still do I still listen to it and I'm like damn it resonates with me in a way a lot of songs just don't see like yeah. I don't think I've ever really gotten into her much like I've I've heard obviously the popular songs but I don't think I've listened to her like she's insane you need to listen to her albums I yeah go should. listen to Pure Heroin that's your homework for tonight Pure <laughs> And then in the melodrama after, and I promise you, Sawyer, you're going to become a Lord Stan. Where is she at? It's been a while. I know. I want her third album, but her, like, I think it was her cat or dog died. So she took a little hiatus from that album because she's been, you know, recovering with that. But then I think she said recently she was back to work at it. So I don't know, but hopefully it comes soon because she made us wait for it. Four years from her first album to her second one, and that was not okay. So she better not make us wait four years. It's already three years, so she better not. Wasn't she like 16 when her first album came out? Yeah, she was really young, but that album was so good. Oh, my gosh. A moment. That was a moment for me. As an artist, you know how you have that one album you look back as an artist where it's like, this was the defining moment for me and my artistry and where I wanted to go? That was it for me. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. What about you, Maya? Okay, this is going to sound like a strange... I feel like he just went into, like, this emotional answer. And my answer is, I write sins, not tragedies. He's like, panic, panic, And I just... I've always loved that song. And I don't... I don't know why. Is that your favorite song ever? Yeah. Otherwise, I would be giving you some sort of, like, Justin Bieber bullshit. But, like... I love that song. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Panic is a, like people that I would want to see live one day. Like that would be cool to see them live. Yeah. They're Wait, not like on my list of like must see people, but I just love that song. Wait, did they break up? I have no idea. For some no, reason, I thought it. So it's just been Brendan Yuri just working on a lot of solo stuff then, right? I think so. Like, I know he did me, but I I don't know what else he did solo. Yeah, but, like, doesn't he have his, like, own talk show and stuff, like, to himself? I I know he does, does, like, Twitch streams, I think. My favorite song would probably be Warrior by Demi Lovato. Kind of like the same thing that, like, Colin said, but not necessarily the artist standpoint. It's just more of, like, that song helped me feel at a good time. Well, not at a bad time in my life, actually, yeah. That's a beautiful song, actually. Wow, you guys, feel, I feel like a, like an insensitive jerk. Like, you guys are over here choosing, like, such meaningful songs as, like, your favorite songs. And I'm like, yeah, your girlfriend's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> or you're, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's fine. Oh, God. All right. What was the next one? <laughs> Um, let me, should we end on, like, one more question? Yeah, go for it. Um, I guess this is more for you guys. I won't have much to say for this. What is the most important lesson you've learned from doing social media? For me, I actually talked about this in my last video. Um, I would say it taught me a lot about people, and it taught me a lot about, like, staying true to myself surrounding myself with like really good people like 
but like staying true to who I am and like what I value because it's very easy to get in an industry like this and for those values to be tested when you're surrounded by people who do not share them like people will do anything anything in this industry to get to the top they'll stab anyone in the back they'll literally it, like it doesn't matter like nobody they, like people don't care about each other in this industry yeah. like, when your views go down like friends will stop people will stop being friends with you like it's so weird it's like your entire worth as a human being in this industry is determined by like your views and and things like that and i'm not that person so for me my biggest thing was colin just be you and if you can keep doing this by being yourself then great but if at some point you 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 can't do it anymore because that's not good enough then whatever then there's something else that's out there for me and i just i don't want to trade who i am so like that's my big thing i love that for sure wow that was, you have an answer really i actually cool. i now yeah. thought of something that i can add to this <laughs> it was really cool yeah. to hear colin's perspective of that actually. yeah um, no, I love that. I, I wish think, more people were that way. Yeah, I think. Well, you mean you mean more people were like, like Colin. Yeah, I wish more okay. people. No, I didn't. I don't wish more people. No. Oh my gosh, she's like, you wish more people were fake and backstabbing. No. <laughs> oh my god. That is um, not what I meant. <laughs> but I think definitely. It definitely broadened my spectrum of the world because, like, that was probably a weird way to word that. But, um, like, it's I've definitely learned about more ways of life and more more cultures and like the the differences that people have around the world. And it's really important to learn a lot about people and like the way that they feel about things, if that makes any sense. Oh, no, that's so true. Actually, that's like such a good point because I agree with you. I definitely think being on a social media influencer, like we have people that watch us from all demographics, from all like different religions, cultures, everything. So you, yeah. you do educate yourself every single day. You learn more and more and more and more because you're surrounding yourself with people who don't come from the walk of life that you necessarily were around. Um yeah. But it's cool and that it's great like because embracing the differences, embracing people's cultures, but also learning, learning like what things are and you can spot things when they're ignorant and call them out and clock them because you you have people who are always, you know, you're learning through them, if that makes sense. And it makes you a better person as a result. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think social media is super, you know, educational and by being on there, I feel like I learn something new every single day. Literally every single day, every single day, I feel like I learned something new. I'd be yeah. scared of the person that I would be if there was no social media. <laughs> oh my gosh! Honestly, yeah. I think like my biggest thing, probably just like the past couple years, I would say, is just accepting the fact that like there's always gonna be people that don't like you, and for like, at, like no matter what you do, like you. Like, those people just made their decision, you know, and you can, and it's just not worth the energy to, you know. That was me in 2017. Girl, that was me in 2017. Like, literally, that was me. Like, there's just people who just didn't like me, and I just, like, tried so hard. I was like, I, but I like you. I like everybody. Like, I want to be 
It's like, you can't please everybody. Like, as long as you have good intentions and you carry yourself well, and you're not doing anything that's bad or problematic, and, and you're just being you, and people just don't like that, like, when there's nothing wrong with what you're doing, then it's like, you can't, like, you yeah. can't, you know, change who you are to just make everyone happy. Like, you're not going to make everyone happy. So you have to just yeah. stay true to yourself. Once again, as long as you're not doing anything wrong, then... No, you said that, you said that so well. Like, I couldn't have not have said that better and I feel like I mean that almost makes it harder though it's like wow like you're just not gonna like me for who I am as a person like I did nothing to you you just don't like me like yeah that's like the most but like it hurts so bad it's like damn this is me you just don't like me yeah and (laughs) for the longest time that was so hard for me like I would feel so badly I'm like wow they hate me and I don't know what I did like and I would try and like like I'm so sorry that I like I'm so sorry for existing. You're literally like, I'm sorry for existing. Yeah, like, I'm sorry I was breathing wrong. Like, I... (laughs) So sad. That makes me so sad, though, but I know exactly what you're talking about. But I'm, like, I'm I'm totally to this point, like, like I'm fine with it now, and I've just accepted it, and I'm, you know, just doing me, and, you know, there's just always going to be people that aren't, you know, into it, and that's okay. Right. Yeah, it's like you don't like me, but my favorite holiday is my birthday. So, <laughs> so who really won, sweetie? Now I sound super conceited, but no, no, no. I promise you don't. So that's called growth. That's what that's called. <laughs> right. Wow. Uh, okay. Well, I'm hungry, so. Yeah, it has been like an hour and 13 minutes. Yeah, I think I think we can call it a day. So, I think we're going to go ahead and end this podcast here. Um, thank you, Colin, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I had a lot of fun. It was really cool to be able to introduce you to Maya and some of our viewers if they did not know you before, even though I'm pretty sure a lot of the listeners probably came from you anyway. <laughs> but... um. Yeah, definitely go check out Colin's project on uh, creator equality when it comes to things like that. Um, it's super important, and I would love for you to go learn more about it. You can check it out on in the description below because there will be a link. And you can also go check out his social medias, which are just Colin Barry at K-A-H-L-E-N-B-A-R-R-Y. And uh, yeah, so thank you for listening. Maya, did you want to add anything? Nope, that was fun. I hope you guys... Oh, my cat just ran into a chair. (laughs) (laughs) Did you want to say anything, Colin? No, that was all. Thank you so much. I I just thank you so much for having me on. Um, Go, you know, sign the Creator Equality petition if you're listening to this. And my new single, Read It and Weep, September 4th. You heard it here first. Yes, go listen to it. It's going to be incredible because all of Colin's music is incredible and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.